What is up, everybody? Thank you for checking out another episode of the Balakor Core podcast. I do appreciate y'all checking them out. Um, I will will ask a favor though, if you can, um, if you are a fan of the podcast, uh, become a subscriber. Subscribe on Castbox or on SoundCloud or iTunes or Google Play. However, y'all listen to whatever platform y'all listen to these podcasts. Uh, again, thank you for listening. But uh, press that subscribe button. You know, I need to get the numbers, my subscri- my subscriber numbers. I need to get those up, uh, and that will help me out a bit. You know, as far as like trying to introduce the podcast to new people, trying to get more people on the podcast, um, and maybe even try to get sponsors for this. Um, it's not really a big deal. You know, uh, it's just me talking to local artists about their craft, whatever they're doing, whatever they got going on. Uh, but I would like to expand it as much as I can uh, since I am investing my time on this. Why not, you know, try to make it as big as I can? So w- with your help, uh, that might happen. And so all I need you all to do is subscribe to which, whichever platform you all listen to these podcasts. Just press that subscribe button, get that subscription number up. Uh, that will help me out a bit. And thank you for that. Uh, on this show, on this episode, I sat down with uh, two-thirds of the band, the local band, the Gentleman Swank. Uh, I got to sit down with Zach and Skyler. Uh, they came in and we just talked some shit uh, about their, uh, they just finished recording their new album that will be out in August. Uh, Beggar Braggart uh, is their new album that will be out um, uh, August and uh, they'll be doing some shows around that time whenever the album drops I'll be doing a show in San Antonio and then one in San Marcos as well um, and they might add some more Texas dates um, when that album uh, is released uh, but as of right now they just have the San Antonio and San Marcos one uh, booked so uh, so yeah check them out check them out on Spotify they have this album out on Spotify or uh, EP out on Spotify called The Dirt Down Here very good album uh you know, I, I dig it, and uh, so I was stoked when uh, they decided, or when they, uh, you know, said that they wanted to do the podcast. Uh, you know, because I'm a fan of their music, so it was cool to have them interested in coming into coming on the podcast and uh, and talking shit about their their music, talking shit about you know their new album, and uh, you know just getting to know those guys. Really cool dudes. Uh, so I I appreciate them coming on the podcast. Uh, real quick, just want to give a shout out to the guys at my CBDB. Um, follow them on Instagram uh, at my CBDB, uh, or check their website out mycbdb.com, and uh, you know find out where their their, their pop up shop's gonna be, and go check them out, learn some something about the CBD oils, and uh, maybe try some of their products, and uh, you know benefit from. Uh, from the CBD oil. And uh, yeah, so that's it for this episode or this intro. Um, for The Gentleman Swank, you can find them on Instagram at The Gentleman Swank or check out their website, thegentlemanswank.com and uh, they'll, they'll have, uh, you know, whatever dates or information they have will be updated there. Uh, but yeah, that's it for the intro. Uh, thanks again for listening. Please subscribe uh, to whichever platform uh, that you listen to these, please subscribe, and I do appreciate that. And that's it for the intro. Uh, here we go. everybody thanks for checking out another episode of the baba core podcast i am patrick c Huerta. uh today is gonna be it's gonna be an experiment because now we have uh two guys one mic uh oh. so we're gonna see how this goes uh but i'm joined <laughs> today with uh two-thirds of the gentleman swank what's going on fellas chilling how you doing man? hello hello what's up so i got uh scholar and i got zach yes sir. right yes sir how y'all doing Chilling, man. We're doing great. We're doing great. Happy yeah. to be here. I was going to bring some barbacoa, but I didn't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, everybody keeps saying I was going to bring some, but they never do. I'm like, well, you, you can, you know. <laughs> it's not frowned it, upon. Get a couple of pounds, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's get into it, man. So, uh, y'all just finished uh, recording, right? Y'all recording a, a full length? Yes. Super awesome experience. Super awesome. Yeah. When, uh, when is that coming out? August 25th is the official release. We've actually gotten that down pat. August 25th is when it's released. Yeah. Where'd y'all do the recording at? Matador. Matador Records here in town. Now, when they said Matador, because my, uh, my friend Jason from Lost Projects, they play a bunch around here. They've been around here for uh-huh. a long time. Um, he said that, like, would you like to record at Matador? So I started trying to look it up. And there's another Matador that exists in, like, California that does, like, Spoon and, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, R.E.M. and stuff. <laughs> and we were like, what? Matador? But it's a different Matador. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just tell people, like, yeah, we recorded at Matador and let them figure it out. Yeah, themselves. right, you know? exactly. Legit, exactly. legit, whatever. No, but, uh, yeah, it was super dope. Uh, guys over there, Tommy and Wancho, are, you know, very... Uh, adept at what they're doing yeah they really made it fun for us yeah that's cool so how many tracks you got on that one it's nine track well it's eight tracks with an intro so nine tracks but we have like i can't help but like write these fucking long ass songs that are like eight nine minutes you know what i mean so the album actually spans like an hour ten, I think, for nine songs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> you say, you that, say, oh yeah. No, well, that's funny that you said that though, because the the my, one of my favorite songs from the last one, uh, the the dirt down here, is uh, breather, and that's oh. that's thirteen minutes. Yeah, that's thirteen minutes. Yeah, uh, but you, I mean, you don't know, you know. I was like, fuck, because we were listening to it last night, and uh, I was like, yeah, this is a good song, and then, then we were playing Scrabble and we were drinking and shit. I was like. This song's still fucking on, man. Like, yeah. I didn't realize till today. I was looking at it. and I was like, "Oh, that is a thirteen-minute song." You know, it feels like a long time, but it's a, it's it is a long, long, a long time. It's funny. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a a joke. Actually, how long that song is? It's supposed to be long, like our love sessions. Yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's what that's what it is. It's a breather. That that song's about you know, love sticky stuff and the sticky stuff. The sticky stuff, and then. Uh, also, it was we're actually we're gonna call it interlude, uh-huh. like inter, l e w d, and I think it's in, I think it's a parenthetical on the album. Yeah. I yeah I think it is. I didn't know I didn't know what the song was about for the longest time. Um, I also didn't know the song until we recorded it. But it's a great song. It's funny because we didn't really we never play it live, obviously, but. I'll, I'll, that, would, that would be your whole set. That would be like half the whole yeah. set, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. I was like, who's knocking? Yeah. Is someone trying to get in here? Um, so that's cool. So, Zach, you do the vocals and guitar? Yes. And Skylar, you do bass. Bass. Yes, right. How, how does the, the writing process go for a, from a bass player's aspect, like our point of view? Oh, uh, Zach and Travis make it super easy. Um, Zach's always working in his head oh, somehow. Yeah. I don't know. He talks a lot, but there's also a lot going on in his head, so that works great for us. Uh, and he kind of uh, fleshes out ideas on the guitar first, I believe, and then uh, kind of figures out the song, and then uh, we'll kind of jam it together, and it's usually pretty easy. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of you know play it a few different times, a few different ways, and then it kind of works out most of the time. You know, sometimes we'll spend a little bit longer. Sometimes it takes two minutes, you know. Yeah. But it's fun for me because I just get to try and blend the drums and the guitar, and they're just they're going off. So yeah. And how long has the Gentleman Swank been a band? Uh, so Zach actually started this like 2010 or nine or eleven, a long time ago, with a couple different guys that we went oh, to high school with. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, then life happened, and. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Re he re uh, convened his resources or something. I don't know. He uh, and then got it going again. When what year is it right now? <laughs> uh, tw- twenty twenty fifteen in the summer probably. I think so. Right? Yeah. He was like, "Hey, I got a bunch of songs. Do you want to learn how to play bass?" And then we tracked down Travis, and it kind of 
It's real serendipitous, I think. (laughs) So you just learned to play bass for this band? You were playing guitar before? Yeah, I was was hacking away at a guitar before. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Wasn't really playing. (laughs) I I still really can't play guitar. Um, But yeah, I learned how to play bass to be in this, and it works out. It's it's better for me, I think. No one wants to hear me on a guitar. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it's, it's not really like... You think of a band from San Antonio, you automatically think metal or something like that. Gentleman Swang is very different. How would you describe to somebody who's never heard it before? And then let me just let me just go back on this one. Uh, I met y'all through Carlos. I'm a mutual friend, uh, yeah. Carlos. I think he's a coworker of yours. I love Carlos. Uh, yeah, awesome. good dude. Uh, shout out to Carlos of uh, China's China Doll Unique World. Uh, Good dude, right? Absolutely, man. So, uh, so he said, yeah, like he, we, he, we met through him, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's in a band. And when people say, like, oh, I have a friend in a band, more than likely, they're not going to be, like, a good band, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Very low expectations and shit. And then uh, I was like, oh, yeah, what's the band's name? And Gentleman Swank. I was like, I fucking like this band already. Like, just that fucking name. I was like, I like that band already. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you very much for that. There's a debate going on about that. Yeah, I, I think it's a cool. It's funny. It's. Uh, <laughs> I think it's very funny. It's, too. Yeah, man. Uh, Gentlemen swing. And then I saw y'all like later on that week at Blue Star, and uh, I caught that set, and that was a fucking. That was a great set, man. And my mind was my mind was blown. Thank you. I was like, I really do like this band. A homeboy over here was having some fucking problems on that set because we were uh, lost. Pro- the Lost Project guys got us that that first Friday at Brick, and. They offered to let him use their bass amp, and so he starts playing, and then nothing's coming out. Like it's super spotty at first, uh-huh. like, and everyone's thinking the worst, of uh-huh. course, because you know we're all musicians. We know the worst things that could happen on stage, and we're thinking that we fucked up this thousand, two thousand dollar amp head <laughs> up there, blew it out. Yeah, and the whole time I'm thinking, trying to like just kind of go through the set that it's his preamp. Uh, pickup or his fucking his active pickup that needed a battery in the back of the bass and I was just like that's just his fault for not having a charged battery but it went it went it was a good set it went good I'm it glad was, you liked it but on on stage I was thinking oh, like oh fuck dude awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sucks man like uh, between sets or between shows you know you do this rehearsal and you're like oh this show's gonna be good. Maybe it's your first show in a long time. You told a lot of people to come out, and then you don't have a battery, or yeah. something breaks on stage, and you're like, "What the fuck? I built this shit up for all this, and now shit's going wrong. Fuck my life. All this shit, you know, all that stuff." <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, it could it could fuck up a performance and shit, but uh, I mean, it, I didn't notice. I didn't catch the beginning of it. I caught the, the tail end of it. That's so. usually what people say. They're like, "Oh, I didn't notice," and it's just like, "Well, yeah. that's, I'm glad, but." You know, at the same time, I wish that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of, it was a weird setup, too, because there was like a, a shop going on, like a, like a pop-up shop. So a lot of people had their like shit set up. Oh, and, yeah. And just walking around, and then you're like a band. Like, we're, he- we're here to make some noise so y'all can't talk to each other. Or but shit. it was super dope, because afterwards we got to go around, and then since we were playing for a bunch of shops, like, they were just like, oh, you're super cool. We want to buy this art for like half off. I was just like, oh yeah. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I bought some art that night because everyone was just like, oh, I'll give you fifty percent off or whatever, whatever you cool. want. And so, like, I got some cool shit. I got like a like a spray paint bottle, like I guess glued to a canvas kind of thing. It looks really cool. The colors are super dope. I got stickers. Like, yeah. you know, it's fun. You know, being in a group of a collective of art like that. You know. Yeah. Artists start to respond to each other, and you know, <laughs> I was like, "Here, have some, have some music," and they're like, "Here, have some art." Guess what makes the world go round? <laughs> like that's like the new artist currency and stuff. Like you just played some songs for us, so I'm gonna give you half off on this right and shit. All you gotta know is some culinary artists, and then that's a community right there. Yeah, need some food in that mix. Uh, so back to my my question before we got to that, how would you describe to somebody if you were gonna describe your band to somebody? How would you describe that sound? The sound that y'all have. Well, carefully. Carefully, right? Just pick a few words. Very carefully. Uh, we say post blues a lot. Post blues, okay. Yeah. Just to keep it in the most simplest form, uh, I don't think any of us know what, what post blues means. Yeah. 
but neither does anyone else. So yeah, they're just like I like I wouldn't ask any that it, right. No any more questions. questions after that. You know, like post blues. Oh, I got it because I'm I'm hip. I'm cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. I got it. You know what I mean? I listen to post blues. Yeah, I've, I've heard that before. You know, I'm in the know. You know, I know things. But uh, we uh, then we have to start going into describers, and it's like. I don't know. We say like funky or bluesy. Yeah. But really it's it's rock and roll. Yeah. I guess. Right? I yeah. mean But yeah, I was trying to I was trying to get like a, a genre attached to it. And I don't know why. I mean, you don't have to be a set genre, but it does it helps to explain to people or just to put it in its place, you know. Yeah, yeah, you get your demographic and you find out what you're actually who's going to like it and stuff. Yeah. But it but yeah, we we get a lot of uh it's like blues jazz, not jazz blues. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's like blues jazz. Um, but not so much Emphasis jazz-y. on blues. Yeah, exactly. Like jazz. Yeah. A little, little jazz in there. Yeah. Uh, but post blues, yeah, that does make sense with a little rock. Post blues, rock. Yeah. There's rockabilly moments, you know. Yeah. There's other, there's, we try to keep it interesting, you know, doing weird, like, four over six fields and, you know, stops and stuff like that. Well, and it and it's a little different too because Zach and Travis are like heavy metal guys when they first started out. Yeah, right. And Trav yeah. still plays in like an instrumental metal band, and uh, uh, so there. It's well, that's what I mean. Like y'all listen to metal, and then y'all kind of play, and then it like you know kind of uh, disintegrates into what it is or whatever. Disintegrates is a terrible word for that, but <laughs> you know it's what it is. So you, it's a it, there you go. And into uh, and, and what it is. So it makes it real rocky and metally, which is funny because you said that, I mean, that's what San Antonio was with the White Rabbit and all of that. Yeah, it was all, it was all metal. It'll never leave San Antonio, I don't think. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I mean, I used to be in the, in the metal scene and stuff. You know, I used to go to the White Rabbit shows and all that stuff. And, uh, but you didn't really have, like, a lot of options. You know, if you go to a live music venue, live rock music venue, it's got to be metal. And then more options started coming up, or more more bands, you know, post whatever, post that, you know, uh, just stuff that wasn't metal started coming up and stuff. So you find a lot more bands, and so it's it's hard to know if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna see this type of band tonight, you know, because yeah, music the music scene, as far as I'm, I think is has changed a lot from from metal, but I I still think it's the primary thing. San Antonio is a metal scene, I think. Uh, so it's cool that you 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 have like a lot of bands that you could create an actual show with that are kind of like linked to to y'all to your sound. So it's not just like random music night. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a, there's I've an, definitely it's, been it's at those event. shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just like okay, we got five metal bands and a guy with an acoustic guitar. Right? Let's yeah. just roll it. Yeah. And why don't we put the guy with an acoustic guitar in the middle of the of the night? Yeah, because that makes sense. And then, yeah, I mean. But. And then you, you piss everybody off. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. especially, like, if you're going to invite somebody, like, well, a friend of yours to your show, you want them to also enjoy the other bands on that bill. Absolutely. Like, you don't yeah. want it to be like, well, there's going to be some metal in between this, you know, some shit that, you're, you know, somebody's going to scream at you for, like, 30 minutes. Uh, and then I'm going to be home. And then I'll yeah. give you some post blues. And metal bands are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give him that sour patch, you know what I mean? So you can get that sweet blues in at the end of the day. Make him feel it more, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the last EP, y'all, I mean, y'all have two EPs uh, on Spotify. I mean, that's where I listen to it on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, but the dirt, the dirt down here? Yeah. How is the, how is the new music going to be kind of different or a step away from? Or is it just a continuation of a dirt from here, dirt down here? Uh, it's probably definitely... A little departure from that, and if anything, I mean, like I said, these guys at Matador that we did it with, you know, they're always offering us ideas that we didn't think of, and they're, you know, helping us out, and they just have, like, a lot of know-how, so I think, I think that this sounds more like us, as far as, like, if you were to see us live, like, this sounds a lot more like we sound, Mm -hmm. not so much like... It doesn't. 
it has a polished record quality to it, but it sounds like us. It doesn't. It's not like an interpretation of us, which I feel like is kind of the way that we made the dirt down here. Because we, you know, mm-hmm. like we just needed to get something out. It was our first thing. We, I mean, we made that when we had, I guess, like we'd been a band for like six months when we started to make that. So uh-huh. like we really hadn't like gigged a lot or anything like that. We just needed something so that after we played a show, we could be like, yeah, go, go listen to this music. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with that, you know, it, we didn't spend a lot of money on it. We didn't, um, you know, I guess think it through as much as we thought through this one. So this one's much more polished. This one's much more uh, in tune to our style, mm-hmm. you know. Um, this one is, uh, there's just, you know, a lot of attention to detail that's been used. And it goes to, you know, credit Matador Records because they have been, he said something the other day, Tommy, that he was just like, he was like, my first record that I ever cut here was in 91. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even fucking born in 91. You weren't born in 91? No. I was, <laughs> like, I'm talking to a bunch of kids. So, there, so like that, when he said that, I was like, what the fuck? This guy's been making records here. Or, well, he's been making records yeah. since before I was fucking born. Like, you want people like that yeah. to listen to you. And, you know, like, then also he's a cool dude. You know, we hung out with him. And there's a lot that is to be said. And you can hear it when it comes out on the album when everyone's working together amicably and like they're all proud of the work that they're putting into it you know Mm -hmm. instead of like you know not to say that this happened with the last record but like uh you know you're just paying someone to make a record for you Mm -hmm. and they're just getting paid to make a record for you so like they really don't they're not invested they're just trying to get the money exactly yeah i mean and you can't you can't be mad at them about it i mean that's that's their job that's what they do for a living. But it's nice when it's their job and they also give a fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, and it's on the bands, too. I mean, you, you, you know, you build up a rapport before you start working or else, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you'll start skipping over things because it'll be more exhausting to work with them. Yeah. So you just make it easy to work with people and then you can focus on the real, the real things you need to focus on. Yeah. And they're really good at that. And yeah, it was awesome. I want to stay in there every day and quit my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, does this does this new album? Do y'all have a title for it yet? It's called Beggar Braggart. Beggar Braggart. Yeah. Is there a, a, a theme for the album itself, or is just a bunch of songs put together? It kind of there is a kind of a theme. I mean, it is it is more or less just that. Like everything, every song is about begging and bragging. Just kind of like that because that's kind of like a strange little you know. Uh, dichotomy there of Mm -hmm. just like someone could be a beggar and brag about it and someone could be you know a a braggart and beg about it i don't know you know it's just like how it's 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 a perspective type thing a lot of the songs are about uh i don't want to say they're political but like like the first track's about the rich class moving to Mars and leaving us here mm-hmm. to, you know, make create a, a new world. Mm-hmm. And there's something that's like beggar braggart about that. You know what I mean? Every song has like a, a relationship in it that is beggar braggart. So, you know, yeah, we're the kings of this new second class world now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That So there's like a begging aspect of it, like... You know, you're a beggar because you got left. You didn't have enough money to go to Mars and be a part of the rich class. But you're a king amongst beggars, you know? Yeah. And there's always kings amongst beggars. That's interesting, man. I mean, and and it's, you know, there's, every song is kind of has, it's not as as explicit as that. I keep eating mints. (laughs) Um, But uh, it's not as explicit as that in every song, but every song has that sort of push and pull of, you know, I guess good and bad things about people's social status. I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. So, the other tracks do they have like little stories like that as well, or is it? Um, yeah, like funk. funk song is actually really cool. Um, I that's I 
really like that song because of the lyrics. Funk songs about well, it's called it's going to be called the sound and the siren on the album, but we all lovingly refer to it as funk song because you know it gets you know, you know funking around. I guess I don't know, <laughs> <clears throat> um, but that's about you know a, approaching a uh, a really beautiful woman mm-hmm. that. Uh, well, seeing a really beautiful woman that you know you can't approach because of your status. Mm. You know what I mean? Ever been there? Like, like, I'll be at, like, work and, like, I'll see someone super fucking fine or something like that. Like, just mm. looking great. You know what mm. I mean? Got it. Got everything. And then, like, I'm like, man, I'd love to go talk to her. And then I'll, like, look at myself and I'm like, I'm in a male shirt look like shit like she's gonna look at me in my work uniform and be like this dude can't provide for me right here like like, you know it's different like you know when you're at a club or something but because everyone's just getting trashed i guess you're letting the night push you around but uh yeah i guess no i I totally get that like when i lived up in austin oh every time every time i went out i only lived there for like eight months every time i went out though I would always lie to, to, to girls, even my name. And then I would get like so fucked up that I would forget, like, what did I tell her I did? Who am I again? But it doesn't even matter at that point. Anyway. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> just lying about like all that stuff, you know, like rather than like, oh, I'm working this shitty job, I would tell them like make up like stories and shit just to impress them and stuff. And, but by the end of the night, I would forget like who I said I was because I never use the same story because. I don't know why I did that shit. Cause it never worked. Well, <laughs> it never worked. You know, like never. Cause it's fun, dude. It was fun, you know. But and it also gave me like that whole thing of like, if they don't like that person, so what? Yeah, it's no shit on me. Like that's not really who I am. But I was always, I would always make like, these stories like these, these people like more impressive than I am. You know, like all this stuff. Uh, and then continue drinking, and then I forget like. Oh yeah, my name is Steve tonight or something like that. I would I would just forget. You know what's hilarious is that I've actually done the opposite of that, where I will tell somebody something about my real life and then they'll hit me back up and I'll be like, Oh, I was just lying. I don't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, Oh Louis. you know, I don't know. It's funny. It's it's a it's a funny uh it's funny that you say that because yeah. I've lied in the opposite direction. <laughs> so you just told the truth and then like you would take it back like oh that truth that I told yeah, you yeah exactly I don't want you to know that anymore exactly <laughs> and then that's where it stops right there yeah. you know you never get any deeper than that yeah because you've already you already fucked up and you already let them know something about you but why would you do that if she if you if she knew that truth uh, and she was okay with it there's a lot of reasons why you do it I mean you know okay, not yeah. to say that this woman was or any any of these women that I'm saying this stuff to is like, you know. Self-sabotage is real. Yeah, self-sabotage is, is, is the real issue here because, you, know, you know, you're always out there thinking that you're hitting on nines. You know what I mean? And then you come back home and then you think you take a good long look at yourself and you're like, that was a four. <laughs> <laughs> that was a four, dude. So then they know that four you realize knows actual information about you. Yeah. And then that's when you have to lie. That's yeah. when you have to be like, that's not true. I don't, because you want the, you know, you, f- you feel like you want to be with the nine. <laughs> <laughs> Fours are all right too. We're not trying to push anything like that. No. Yeah. We're just trying, you know. We're choosing science over over love. That's what Siren Song's about. Oh, okay. Oh, no. So what Siren Song is about is we never finished it. But basically it's you see this siren, she's singing at you, and you realize you can't go over there because that's how you die. But it's okay if you just stay at a distance and watch, and you know, you never, you just never anything. You just get to see the, the flower. Yeah. That was nicely put. You know? That's nice. <laughs> but we weren't talking about that. We were talking about my. I know what we were talking about. But. <laughs> like, don't you're you're over here. You're over here th- talking about like, oh, we're not trying to push that we're <laughs> that we're nines over four people. We are nines over four people. <laughs> you know why? Is because everyone's a nine over four people. Like what? 
Excuse me? No one goes out looking for fours. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, this, is, this is not a pride thing. <laughs> We're not trying to be humble. <laughs> Let's be honest about this shit here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you like, right? Uh, Sometimes you miss the mark and you realize it late. Uh, that's, that's funny, man. <laughs> so how, how does the, the writing process for y'all work? Like, do you have like a bunch of songs? Do y'all do like jam sessions and then like, oh, with that with that idea, let's let's make that or? Do you build, you bring it, uh, you write it all down and you bring it to them? Yeah, I like, you know, it, it just starts with me just like writing some stuff on a guitar, like, oh, that looks cool, whatever. I don't like put them in a little bag, like, okay, got this lick, got this lick, got this lick. And then later on, you know, get some free time, you expand on that thing, you try to make a couple different movements out of that same motive. Yeah. And then you, you know, watch TV and listen to albums that you like and then get cool inspiration from things and you think of some lyrics and you're like, oh, I won't, that sounds badass. I'd like to scream that in front of a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. And then you put that into your song and then before you know it, you're screaming some crazy shit in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're like, cool. Do you, uh, like, when people ask you, like, what, what, what was that song about? Are you, are you re- available? Not available, but do you find it interesting to, like, to give them a story? Or do you rather, like, no, I just, it's whatever you want, whatever you think it's, it is, you know? Um, well, that's a good question because, I mean, art is valued in a bunch of different sorts of ways. Uh, um, I think it's cool to give people, if they're asking for it, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. um, an authorial intent of what I meant the art to mean. Yeah. Sometimes people are like, oh, I did not expect it to, to be about that. You yeah. know what I mean? And, some, you know, you feel bad because you just you feel like you ruined a piece of art for them. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, with the last album, uh, the last EP or whatever, like I, I listened to it on Spotify. So I don't know. I know that y'all had like CDs for sale and stuff. Yeah. Did y'all put like the lyrics inside the, the booklet for that? Or no. did you want, want them to be? Because there's a lot of things... I haven't figured out what any of the songs mean, but there's a lot of like lines here and there, like, "Oh, that's interesting. That's 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 funny and stuff." So, but I wouldn't have. I don't sit down and try to piece everything together to try to figure out what this song actually means and stuff, which is kind of cool. Well, that is cool because that's you know how everyone interacts with music. Yeah, uh, you know. So is that what y'all do? Like y'all didn't put lyrics on that one, uh, add lyrics or in the booklet and stuff? No, we kind of made that booklet on the fly. We, like, borrowed a camera and then, like, took some pictures and then put, like, old, like, sex jokes in there. (laughs) Um, We didn't really focus on lyrics. There will be... This next album, Beggar Braggart, is actually not going to be, like, your conventional jewel-cased album. Yeah. Like, in a, you know, like a CD case type situation. It's actually going to be a book. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's going to be... It's going to be, like, a 100-page book. It's going to have the lyrics in there, mm-hmm. um, like handwritten lyrics. It, it just looks nicer, and it's an easy thing to do to make your art more valuable and look better. And uh, There'll be a bunch of art in there, hand-drawn art from various members of the band and pictures of recording and thanks and other funny stuff. In the first booklet, we just took a bunch of pictures of stuff and was just like, oh, that looks cool. So that's interesting. So that's what you're going to have at your shows? Is just a book? Yeah. And then, and then the CD is going to be like sleeved on the inside. Oh, okay. So, you so like it's going to be a CD. Oh, okay. But it's not going to be like, you know, that typical like jewel case type, take the CD out, take the booklet out. It's going to be an actual hardcover book. Wow, man. That's, that's interesting, man. Because like a lot of people don't do CDs anymore. Like yeah. my, my car, I don't even have a CD player in my car. Yeah. Uh, so everything I listen to is, is all, you know, digital, Bluetooth, whatever. Uh so yeah, you're giving them something else because rather than just a CD, you're giving them a book. Have you have you seen that before? Has anybody else done that before? Uh, I think Radiohead did it, yeah. but I didn't know that when I thought about doing this. Oh yeah, I yeah, because I think I asked someone that question. I was like, I don't know. I think it's a good idea making a book. Have you ever seen someone do that before? And then they're like, I'm pretty sure Radiohead did that. But I mean, that's Radiohead. They, I mean, yeah, they could. 
you know, yeah, for real. If we're on the same track as Radiohead, then we're doing all right, you know, as far as <laughs> <laughs> packaging our albums, you know. Yeah. Um, I just think it's an easy thing to do to give an audience more. Yeah. I mean, it's very easy to do. I mean, because we draw, right? I mean, we have that shit. I mean, it just makes it better. It makes it more. Because like you said, like no one even has CD players anymore. Really, yeah. if they wanted the album, they could just download it and not have any sort of physical packaging or whatever. Yeah. But if they want the real art, like if they want the real thing, the real you know, project, mm-hmm. then they'll have the book and the CD and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anybody can just have the music, whatever. I mean, we're going to put the music out on YouTube to listen to for free. So, I mean, it's not really a matter of people paying for the music i guess it's just like the the like do you want this piece of art yeah in its entirety in its complete form and you know it's, a, I mean? it's a good way to give it, and give it to them with that book and stuff are y'all gonna cut any vinyl with this one no not that no that shit's so expensive i mean it's very the, expensive yeah it's like 30 bucks a pop dude and it's like yeah that's just like off the muscle like off the rip like these book things, they sound expensive, but they're actually cheaper than getting conventional jewel cases. Oh, really? Yeah. People don't think about that either. But, no. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just paper. That's interesting. But it's, it's going like, to be like a legit book, like an actual book. Yeah, like a hardcover. Like hardcover and all that stuff. Yeah. We're going to make them. Oh, you're going to hand make them yourself? How many are you going to press? Oh, probably like a couple hundred. A couple hundred at first and then see. Wow, man. Yeah, well, covers next, we're going to start making the covers next week. Oh, wow. uh, so we'll do like 10 or 15 and make sure we got it down and then just start pumping them out after that. Because we'll probably duplicate like 100 CDs at first mm-hmm. and go from there. Because mm-hmm. the funny thing, like you said, no cars have CD players anymore and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, there still are people that want the CD, yeah. but regardless, you have to make the hard copies to send to like radio stations and things like that. They still yeah. want the hard copy stuff. Yeah, Some true. of them will take waves, but most most of them wanna, want something hard copy to put into their archive. Yeah. So yeah, we kind of get stuck there, but th- that's, what, that's where the book came in. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you're hanging out with your friends, you're listening to music, you see a stack of CDs, and then a book. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, which one seems more interesting? Right off, but that's that's another thing too. That's like that's like a, a downside because you can't put it uh, like with your other CDs. You know, you have to put it with the books. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I mean, like, like CDs. I said, like I don't even have my C- my CDs are in storage. Like, I, don't even have any <laughs> like, I have a shitload of CDs and they're on storage, so they're probably like, fucking ruined by now. But, yeah. But uh, either way, maybe you're looking at your friend's book collection and you're like, oh, this one has a CD in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Either way, we're gonna stand out. Nah, that'd be cool. But, uh, <laughs> so, are you printing out the, the the lyrics on the books like on purpose? Or are you just you're thinking, oh, well, this is we got to do this for the book anyway. You got to give them the lyrics for the book anyway and stuff. I well, we've actually had people ask us like they want to know what you're saying. Yeah, they're like, you know, hey, I'd like to sing at shows and like I'd like to, you know, be yeah. involved and, and it's like what everyone likes to do, you know. You see one of your favorite bands, you're fucking singing all, you know, yeah. all their songs when you go see them. So I mean, like if people have that amount of respect for the music that we make, then I'll gladly abide the lyrics for them. I mean, I'm <laughs> flattered. Has there has there ever been a song that that you fucking you dig? And you thought you knew the lyrics, and you said the, the you've yes. been singing the wrong lyrics for years, and then you finally figured it out. You're like, "Well, that's not as cool as I thought it was." Yes, absolutely. Um, like that's what you want them to do. You want people to be making them like, like acting a fool and shit. Like that's not what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I mean, I guess let people have fun. I mean, people will still get it wrong too. Because yeah, I didn't know Beck's loser. For a long time. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck he was saying. It's because he's speaking in Spanish. He says, like, soy un pedido. I thought he said, uh, soaring off that antidote. See, that's that's cool. Yeah, and I was like, damn, that's a dope lyric. <laughs> soaring off that antidote. This, this dude's lit right now, dude. He's having fun. Yeah. But it was, he was just saying I'm a jackass in Spanish. And I was like. Guess that's also pretty cool. So, did you take that lyric for your own yourself, or like I'm going to use it then? If he's not using it, I'm going to use it. <laughs> no, no, I don't. You know, I don't know. I didn't think it was that cool. 
it's like if Max says it, then that's cool. Yeah. But let me show you the gentleman swing song. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't. Even, I still don't even know what he says really. Yeah. Oh no, he says it's it's two forty four. But I don't see. I don't too far to fall is what he says. Yeah. But uh, the drummer and myself, we always thought he said two forty fours. Yeah. And we were like, oh, okay, cool. Which is crazy because, like, I'm not a gun person. Yeah. I know. On, a, on a gun. You know. We just didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did. It's the, 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 the metaphor, though. Yeah, they the thought I was just talking about being hard ass. Yeah. It's not what I'm talking about. Like, uh, <laughs> like, I was in a band for a while, and I just kept bringing this up, uh, you know. Uh, but we had a, they had a song called FM, and I never knew what it was. But it's for fuck muffins. Oh. And uh, so I'm learn- I learned the song, and then I realized, like, oh, you're saying fuck muffins, bro. <laughs> I-, I didn't know. Well, that's kind of uh, cool. Yeah, it was good. And then we had a show where he was throwing out muffins. He's like, this song's called Fuck Muffins. So here's some muffins. <laughs> wow. Like, Were they uh, warm? No, they were like those little, those, <laughs> those mini packs of muffins and stuff. Uh, those mini packs. It was clean. Uh, were they warm? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fresh out the oven. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's all about temperature. Uh, Some banana muffins, dude. Warm uh, banana muffins. So, have y'all done any, any tours with these with these releases? Or are you, you going to do a tour with this one? Um, we're yeah. August twenty fifth is the Saturday. Um, is our album release show. So that's when it actually like hits mm-hmm. and it's available everywhere. But we're having the album release party at Hondros. Um, one of our favorite bars on the on the strip because mm-hmm. of various reasons, um, but everyone there is an actual supporter of music, which is not something that you see with a lot of the venues that you just, <clears throat> I guess, uh, get handed. But uh, I, we love Hondros, and we wanted to do the the release there, mm-hmm. and we have a San Marcos date the Thursday before that. So we're going to do like a little Texas thing at mm-hmm. least, um, trying to get up to Austin and Houston, but none of that's solidified at all. But I'm sure we'll figure it out. We always do. Is that like a thing that you want to do touring or you're just like, you're just playing music, putting out music just to do it? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I would love to tour. Yeah. Yeah. Out we, of the country. Oh, yeah. out of the country? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, San Antonio is a good spot. You I mean, you could, do, you could fill a whole week with just Texas alone. You know, yeah, and just spread that out and do that like every three months. Yeah, do like a Louisiana thing even yeah, too, since it's just right fucking there. Home. You know, yeah. uh, it's fun. It's hard though. It's fucking hard, hard to do. But now, now that I know that y'all are young guys, y'all were born even born in ninety one. Y'all the same. You're. I was born in ninety three. I'm eighty two. Oh okay. Oh, oh okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> an old guy here. I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't calculate how old that is. Thirty five. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm 25. You're only 10 years older than me. Yeah. 10 years is a long time, though. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah. That's, that's nice of you to say. <laughs> uh, Touring's expensive, though. It's, yeah. It is expensive. But we want to go to the UK, dude. UK would be awesome. Yeah. I feel like we can make it happen. We know some people in the UK as well that we could probably get out there. Um. I did an interview with a guy, uh, Rob Moken, from uh, Bright Like the Sun. Oh, dude, Rob! I love Rob. He yeah. calls us. He calls us the gentle skin skanks. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, y'all did a show with him with the uh, Jean Jean, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, cool. those guys are so fucking cool. So uh, yeah, and he brings he brings a lot of bands in town and a lot of people from uh, from Japan. He brings them down here and stuff. Yeah. So that's really cool. So I, I always thought Japan would be kind of cool. Japan would be cool, man, but it's just like. I don't know if blues is what they're looking for over there. No, it, but it's post blues though. That's true. That's true. Everybody likes post. Any, <laughs> it's you progressive know. enough for Japan. Post cereal. Post Malone. <laughs> post blues. <laughs> it's already it's already there, man. It's in the works. It's cool. Uh, well, good man. So you said like you really like uh, Hondros. That's a that's a place. What, what what other places do you like in San Antonio for for music? Uh. Bear Pub, I love Bear Pub. They got the dopest food. Um, really, man. We just really quick on Bear Pub. I'm sorry they uh, fell on some hard times. Some bad things happened. They're doing all right. They're having a 
they're having a benefit on Monday, a pig roast. Um, if you want to go down there and help them out. Oh, really? That's the case? Yeah, they got broken into. Oh, shit. So they're just... But they're doing a pig roast for that on the 18th. 18th of this month? Yes. Oh, yeah, wow. so if you're in the area, they have great food. I've never been to a pig roast down there, but I think I might be down there. Sorry to interrupt you. No doubt. I mean, I was just going to say, we really just like the venues that, like, the people running the shit actually, like, will approach you and be like, that was really cool. I'd like to have you back in here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because sometimes that doesn't happen. Unfortunately, you know, when you start to, like, go through, like, the, the little circuits that exist here in San Antonio, you get a bunch of, like, Unfortunately, you get a bunch of promoters that will, like, book a show, pay you as little as they can, not show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one knows who to talk to. You know yeah. what I mean? You show up, uh, the owner doesn't know who the fuck you are. He doesn't give a fuck because he already paid them, like, a flat rate to do your shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And when that ends up happening, you know, you don't get people come. You don't get uh, anyone there besides the bands that care about how the show goes because it's their show you know what i mean there's really no one's name attached to it so like we like the places like honjo's and bear pub and um spots like limelight when the you know sound guys hit us up and and say yo that was super dope like we like those spots because Mm -hmm. those are you don't feel like you're talking to like a web page yeah you feel like you're talking to like an actual person who digs your music and that's like a real business relationship right there so Mm -hmm. it's easier to work like that instead of like yo you want to play at this fucking spot for 40 bucks and and i guess just see how it goes you know you just like show up there and then sometimes you don't even fucking play because the other guy's late or the sound's not set up and stuff that you shouldn't have to be worrying about at all you have to worry about but dude, that those are they're popular circuits like that in San Antonio that people just love to get into yeah. just because they're popular and and they got a lot of social media draw. But if you actually do that shit, it's just like, oh my god, what am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what am I doing? Uh, you got me to come out here for forty dollars and two Lone Stars, and I played for three people. Sucks, <laughs> dude. <laughs> uh, what bands do you like doing shows with? Um, Any cool bands in San Antonio? What's the one of those two guys? Is it Shrines? Shrines is super dope. I like Shrines. Um, We've done shows with Rivers Want. They always play a cool show. Um, I like them. They're really different. Um, And actually, they're like Rivers Want is the reason why G Swank started making a bunch of like Instagram videos and stuff. Because every for everything they do, they make like a, a. a fucking one minute video for Mm -hmm. and it just looks nice it's really professional yeah um they're cool uh i personally think that we never played a show with them but i think the best band in san antonio right now is a band called los de estos noche Mm. oh my god those are some bad motherfuckers and then tommy told me that they're the from matador records uh told me that they're gonna be or they're in the process of recording their album over there where we just did. Oh, yeah. So that was like a pleasant surprise. I was just like, man, that's cool. And we're, you know, doing something right. Because yeah. they're fucking awesome. I've seen them one time uh-huh. at the squeeze box. <clears throat> I was a little drunk, but not drunk enough to like, like something unwarranted, you know. <laughs> um, but dude, this lead singer, dude, he was singing and then he fucking, it like cut to halftime. And then he like played the trumpet like and just held the mic like in front of the trumpet and, oh, yeah. it, it, and he was just like bah, 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 bah. it was awesome and then broke down into like slow bluesy they got like a guy who plays the organ they got like two guitar players they're just so fucking badass yeah that sounds fucking badass that sounds cool i've never heard of them before i gotta check them out oh you got to they'll have new music soon because yeah. we've actually heard a little bit of it <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry we taught me showed us some. <laughs> yeah, we can't do anything with it. It. yeah we can't leak it or anything we yeah. just have heard it you, you know just I mean? download it in your memory yeah, yeah. and That's it was nice badass. <laughs> fucking badass uh, that was cool what about you what kind of bands are you into down in San Antonio oh 
We've done some shows with Wayne Holtz. No, I, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I, I, they, Travis and Zach have been in the scene a little longer. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we stay home a lot. We try and get out to some of our, like, the bars that we like and see bands. And we're actually going to start a project coming up in the next few months where we're going to explicitly try and do that, get out and see bands. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think, who, we, who do we normally hit up to play with? <laughs> I don't know, man. Nobody likes us. <laughs> Jean Jean, that band that Rob got from France, they were they were awesome to play they were with. Awesome, and they liked us. Oh yeah. We played with Lost Projects. Lost Projects. Oh yeah, we played with Lost Projects a lot. I like playing with those guys. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They do a good job. They're good at what they do, and they just yeah they they've been doing it for a while. So it, and it shows. So definitely like playing with those guys. Yeah, I don't know. Any shows y'all got coming up? Not right now. Nothing booked. Y'all just got to take some time off until the album comes out? Yeah, we've been kind of working on a few things. We're, we're working on a music video, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been storyboarding that and getting all the pieces in play as far as people who are going to be involved. And we will be camping and, and shooting that next month. Um, the only other thing we're going to be on, we're going to be on TPR on June 29th. Um, I'm not sure it's a Friday. I'm not sure if it's, if it's live or if they air it a little bit later, but we'll be in there sometime around 10 AM on June 29th. Mm. Uh, so we'll do a little set, I believe like a kind of a stripped down set and kind of talk about some more things. Um, but right now, yeah, the only dates we have are going to be the week of that album release, Mm. uh, where we're going to be tentatively in... Uh, San Marcos at Kiva they just went on bar rescue so <laughs> oh no shit yeah so <laughs> we yeah we've kind of uh I, we really liked the bar so I don't know if they're just pulling stunts or something but um I don't know maybe it'll be good for them hopefully I don't know it doesn't change too much because yeah, our fucking luck it's gonna be like bar rescue came in and told them to stop doing live music <laughs> or some shit <laughs> it's, it's bad for business yeah. so yeah if that doesn't happen I think <laughs> I think it's uh, like we have the 23rd or 24th. Uh, scheduled to, to change or subject to change. Yeah, so yeah, we're, we're kind of waiting on that one. Um, but then, yeah, the only real show that we have booked is going to be the 25th of August for the release at Hondros. Um, we're working on a couple other things to do, like a music video release before the album release as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're actually going to work on that tonight to try and figure out if we can do it where we want to. Um, so we'll be releasing that information. It'll just be like a listening party for the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't be playing, but just playing the music and have the video run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like on a projector and shit. I think that would be cool too. I mean, we just try and do stuff that like other bands don't do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, bands don't really, I've never really heard of like local bands at least. I'm not talking about like, you know, m- bands that are well off i'm talking about local bands they don't take the time to make you know video music music video screenings at Mm -hmm. a spot you know it's Mm -hmm. not even a show it's just a screening Mm -hmm. just i don't know i like to put the thought yeah thorough thorough you know work and just put the thought out and trying to give people more 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 stuff to experience not just the music itself yeah give them more reason to get involved or to give a fuck actually yeah Anybody can sit there and make albums on Ableton and have them not sound good and then, you know, pay 70 bucks. It's, I mean, it, it only costs like 70 bucks per album to be on iTunes and Spotify. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it looks nice, but like, it's just a matter of money. Yeah. Like, anybody can do that. So we wanted like more than just being able to go like listen to the music. Like we want, you know, other things to do, mm-hmm. you know. Just other cooler shit that's not just run-of-the-mill band stuff. Making a three-minute single track and then releasing it. and then Now we're a great band because we have a record out. Well, every band has a record out. That's kind of mm-hmm. the point of being in a, a fucking band is to make records. you got to do extra shit as well. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so that's why you got to try to get, get more into like the making the videos, like the Instagram videos, like you said, and all that stuff. Exactly. Use the social media to help bring people in exactly keep entertained all that stuff music video screenings fucking movie night basically g-swank movie night 
you know. Um, G-Swank, when you say it like that, you sound like a rapper. I know, right? I do pull a lot of influence Try from... Try to do some, sh- some shit for G-Swank. Yeah. You know? I do pull a lot of influence from rap. Yeah. You know, I listen to mostly a lot of rap, you know, most of the time. Is that like a... Is that where you get your your influence of like your writing like lyric style? I guess I think so, because they always say the coolest shit. They do say cool shit. You know? <laughs> they say the coolest shit, man. Like kind of like lyrics that you wouldn't like. They just rhyme that with that. You know, I don't have an example offhand and stuff, but like you're like they just did that. And then other times, not like some of the best lyrics are just like straight up Garbage. written over. <laughs> you know, like G C F. You know, like Blaze Foley. You listen to Blaze Foley? Have you ever heard? He has some of the greatest shit ever, dude. He has this one song called Wouldn't It Be Nice. Oh, man. That shit is awesome. Lock your door, lady, or we'll jump in your car. I know you know how nasty we are. Dude, give that song a listen. That song is fucking lit. But, I mean, some of the best lyrics can be just simple, you know, Sing songy lyrics, but most of my favorite lyrics are in really dense rap verses. <laughs> you know, verbally dense. Uh, that's cool, man. So I, I apologize for being so fucking hot in here. I, I thought they put the AC on, but I I'm really not feeling it, dude. Oh, y'all aren't feeling? I'm fucking sweating no, my balls no. off right now, man. You know what I'm thinking? To be honest, I'm just like, God, I wish we could smoke six in here. I'd make it. <laughs> you really got a bad habit. We had to dude, postpone our start. I know, like, man. You, you had I, just showed up. You dude. showed up to the wrong place first. Uh, and then, like, you're like, I'm inside. I was like, no, man, you're not. You're really not. No, I'm right here. I'm in the front. I said, like, you're in the wrong building. Man. Wow, yeah. And then y'all, get, y'all finally get here. Y'all finally show up. And you're like, hey, can I uh, smoke a cigarette? Yep. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then you're like, I really wish we could smoke a cigarette right now. Dude, I have it smoke so bad, right dude. Everyone at my house just smokes cigs. So many cigs. You ever try to quit? I kind of want to, but like, kind of not, man. Cigarettes like, are never, cool like, as to, like, hell, dude. I don't care who you are; they're cool. Yeah, I I only smoke cigarettes when I'm drunk. Other than that, like, I'm not a like I can't do it in the daytime. Like, I see people like when y'all are smoking outside uh, when it's hot. I was like, y'all are fucking ridiculous. Dude. Dude. It's too hot to be smoking. I love when people who don't smoke cigarettes smoke cigarettes. Yeah, because like they get all like. They're like, oh man, like this nicotine high is too much, and I get to like live vicariously yeah. for what I'm chasing. Because like, I, I mean, it's like I want, that, yeah, I want that fucking yeah. crazy headache buzz that you're getting right now. <laughs> 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 and I never get to have it, so I just like to see people go through that. Yeah, just like, oh man, you look fucked up right now. I That's the reason stop. <laughs> you take you take a break, and then like you get back on it, and then you'll get that rush again. I know, Make it man. brand new again. I don't know. Yeah. When people, yeah, people say, how do you smoke cigarettes and, and like when you sing and stuff? I'm just like, dude. Yeah, I'm like, do you see how pretty this sounds? If I stop smoking cigarettes, it's not gonna it's not gonna sound like that. <laughs> like, but it, I, I couldn't sing before I started smoking. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true though. Like if you smoke a bunch of cigarettes, yeah, because it's actually like hair on in your throat that grows in your throat. Mm-hmm. And when you smoke cigarettes, you're like burn off all the hair off of your throat. I've never heard that before. You have hair in your throat? Yeah, I mean, it's not like hair, hair, but it's true. like it's like fibrous. <laughs> it's like little silica. And it like grows in your throat, and then when you smoke, it all gets burnt off. So if you stop smoking, it starts to grow back, and it starts to grow back and get like ingrown hairs in your throat and shit like that. And so you sound all like, well, damn, gross as fuck. Like well, maybe you sound better. Maybe. maybe it'll sound better. Like maybe that will add to the post blues. Oh wait, what is it? Yeah, post blues. Yeah, like a like a muddy waters thing. Yeah. You either need to smoke more or smoke less. You're, I don't know. I think you're yeah, you haven't figured that out yet. I, I think I have. I think it's a yeah. you need to smoke more. No, I guess I don't know. I'm too addicted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too I'm too addicted, dude, to to try that out. Uh, I swear to you it's the first thing I'm gonna do is smoke a cigarette after we're done. <laughs> <laughs> We, yeah, we could go ahead and wrap this up before you. Oh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm having fun. Before you rage out. No, we're almost at an hour. Oh, no almost shit. An hour. Yeah, and they're going wow. to kick us out here. Well, now we got time and stuff. I listen uh, to podcasts all the time, and I hear and I hear them say, oh, we've already almost done an hour? How did that happen? See, and that's the thing. I'm trying to figure out. I'm still working on, like, the four-minute stuff. Because when I started, I was just doing 30 minutes. Because uh, I don't know how much people want to invest in this stuff. 
And then lately, they've just been going, getting longer and longer. Dude, it's uh, nice. So, yeah, I mean, it's just really up to, like, how the flow of it goes. It sucks, man. I apologize, like, not having two mics and stuff. It's, but it's funny watching y'all fight over the mic. Yeah, <laughs> like, my cool. Turn. We, yeah. Sh- we were going to bring one, and we just, Smoker's Time got us today. Yeah. Five minutes late to everything, to life. That's cool, man. But also, he's been handing me these this mic for questions he doesn't want to answer to. I have noticed that. Yeah. Like when you're like, what would you, what genre are you guys when you asked us that? He fucking handed this shit over to me real quick. He was just like, I come with the tough questions, bro. I don't want to, I don't want to answer that. I, like, I bring the real shit. I don't want to answer that either. No, but, it's cool. uh, si, what, what podcast do you listen to or what do, like, do you have a favorite or like a, uh, right now I'm, I listen to like uh, suicide buddies. Um, uh, the, uh, Joey Diaz's uh, oh, yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. The Church of What's Happening. Uh, that guy's fucking hilarious. That guy's awesome, yeah. Uh, there's this one I listen to. It's, it's not really, I guess it's, it's a podcast, I guess, but it's, uh, it's a thing called Kill Tony. It's out of L.A. Um, and what it is, it's an it's a open mic kind of set, set up. So it's recorded at the Comedy Store in L.A. Tony Hinchcliffe? Tony Hinchcliffe, yeah. And... Uh, they have a bucket full of all these comedians' names, you know, open micers, new comedians, and all that stuff, and they just pick randomly. And if you get picked out of the bucket, you get to go up and you do a minute. You only have a minute uh, to do a set to make people laugh and shit, and then they'll just fucking shit on you from there. Uh, and sometimes it's funny, and sometimes you just get, like, crazy people and just, like, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm checking out of this. Uh, what else do I listen to? Mm. Mostly uh, comedy fucking podcasts and all that stuff. Yeah, I like Joe Rogan a lot. Just because he has, like, he knows so many people that are, like, in-depth with so many different things. Like, yeah. one day I'll have, like, some comedians on there. The next day you got, like, a scientist who's, like, cleaning the ocean or some shit. Like, yeah. all crazy different kinds of stuff that he has on there. See, I, I was I was listening for, for his podcast first, you know, but then he does, like, three-hour podcast. Yeah. And then I'm just like, I'm... I, it, Cause I do it when I'm at work, you know. So I like I need to focus on what they're saying, you know. Cause they're always talking like smart shit and all that stuff. I was like, yeah. I, I can't do. That. I need to check out. I just need something to play in the background and pick up some stuff here and there, or whatever. Uh, but I mean, depending on the guest, I'll check it out and stuff. Like he was supposed to have Roseanne on. Oh yeah. And then she fucking she canceled. She said that she was sick or whatever. Yeah. She couldn't do it. I was I was I was interested to listen to that one and shit. Cause she no. tried to blame it on Ambien. Like, yeah, and then everybody started making jokes like on Twitter, like "Oh, I'm racist because I'm ambient," or like "I'm uh, racist because I took Claritin." Or yeah, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a apparently she like she thought that person was Jewish. Whoever she said that to. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know, man. But no. he, he, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, people well, got upset. You know, I mean, she lost her fucking not, self worth. Yeah, not today, not in this climate, dude. Can't be doing shit like that. Just living it. Yeah, who watches Roseanne anyways? I watched the first time. Like, I still watch the old ones. And they even took the old ones off because it was on uh, the oh, last wow. station. And they, they don't play those anymore, man. They did her dirty like that. Yeah. She's getting uh, no money. That's She's, when Christina Applegate came into the picture, is it not? She was in the Roseanne, huh? Christina Applegate? That's yeah. the wrong show, man. What am I thinking of? Am I, I thinking no of Married with Children? Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's Christina Applegate, right? I don't know. I don't, yeah. Oh no, I didn't watch Roseanne. Your grandma never <laughs> watched Roseanne. Yeah, your grandma knew. She's gonna be. She's a racist. Yeah, she's just like there's something not right about her. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but there's something. But it'll rear its ugly head in about thirty years. <laughs> about thirty years. <laughs> Told you so. <laughs> uh, no, it's cool. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, anything y'all want to plug? How do people find y'all? How do people check y'all out? Uh, TheGentlemanSwank.com. It's spelled like TheGentlemanSwank.com, but it's TheGentlemanSwank.com. Um, and yeah. expl- explain to people who might not know what The Gentleman Swank is. Okay, well... And why it's so funny. Well, okay, so it's supposed to be like a... Uh, what, am, what am I looking for? Um... What am I looking for? When something, a, a juxtaposition um, of like being a gentleman, like a Texas gentleman, and then Swank isn't as a 80s porn magazine. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, it's just like, you know, 
the gentlemen who are nasty perverts, I guess. It's kind of what it is. Not really, but I mean, I just thought it was a cool name. I asked him if he wanted to change the name. He was like, no, I don't want to change it. And so I was like, all right, cool. I mean, and, it got uh, my attention. I don't know if it works for anybody else, but it got my attention. Yeah, I mean, I like, Swank is an 80s porn mag. And also in the dirt down here in the art booklet, we put send $5 S-A-S-E. Uh-huh. You know what that means? Uh-uh. It's, it means send $5 in a self-addressed stamped envelope. That's how people in the 80s used to get their nudes. They didn't have cell phones, dude. Oh, they had wow. to hit up some lonely housewife and send her five dollars with a with an envelope on the inside with a stamp on it with their address already on it. So she could just take some pictures, put them in the envelope and send them back to you. Wow. Yeah. They need to bring that back. Yeah, I'm saying, dude. I'm saying. And then we did that and we would make that joke sometimes and then there would always be that old man. <laughs> Who knew what we were talking about? He was like, "Been there, son." Like, <laughs> he was just like, "Oh, I remember the day." You know what I mean? Uh, that's funny. So yeah, uh, so you got your website, and then how? how, how oh, Instagram, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Play, um, basically anywhere that you get your music, except for Pandora. They fucking put the kibosh on us for some reason. I don't know. We weren't good enough for Pandora. Yeah. Um, um, the website pretty much has it, everything. Gentlemanswank.com. Yeah. Be on the lookout for August 25th. That's when we drop our album, Beggar Braggart, that we've been working so hard on. Cool. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for having us. Uh, best of luck with everything, and uh, we'll see you in August, man. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Laters, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>